everyone and welcome to the Colab Live, uh, where we speak to a different Video My Job user every quarter to give you insights into how they successfully leveraging video and their talent to brand strategy. Now I'm Megan, uh, the product marketing manager here at Video My Job. And I'm Bowden, the customer success lead. And we're so excited because in this session, uh, we'll be talking to Maggie Partsy from Transurban um, and she's our guest for today's session. Hi, Maggie. Hey, Megan. Hey, Bowden. How are you both going? Yeah, really, really, really well, good. Really, really good. Now, before we get stuck in, um, I'm just going to do some housekeeping. So there is a chat function for everyone that's dialed in today. So please feel free to post any questions you might have for Maggie. Um, and we'll monitor those and answer the questions um, during the session. Um, but yeah, look, I just wanted to sort of call out, um, you know, firstly, thank you so much for joining us today, Maggie. Um, before we get started, I just wanted to share with our guests that, you know, when I first had this idea of creating this community initiative, before I even knew what CoLab was going to be about, um, you were one of the first people that I reached out to. So um, I got in touch because, you know, of the amazing work that you guys are doing at Transurban. Um, and I loved what you guys were doing in the space. Um, and so at the time we sat down for a written Q&A. Um, so I'm like even more excited because we actually get to have you on our live show today. So, <laughs> I'm so excited welcome. too. Don't worry, it's not just you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so look, without further ado, Maggie, I'll just jump straight in. Can you, um, yeah, and can you introduce yourself, yourself to our guests? Um, tell us a little bit about um, your role um, and the core mission of your team. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Maggie. I'm the Marketing and Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Lead at Transurban. Um, so it's a very two-pronged role. You've got marketing on the one side, which is everything from your digital content, metrics, video marketing, you know, communication strategy, all that kind of creative, interesting stuff. And then on the DNI side as well, looking at, you know, diversity inclusion within our teams. How can we get more diversity throughout the company? Um, you know, really promote our motto of everyone belongs um, and really tie that into the content that we're posting and promoting. Um, so my background is digital marketing and strategy um, and copywriting. I did have a short foray as well in HR and recruitment, um, which kind of got me to really think about the employer brand perspective and things like that. Um, you know, having worked at tech companies, startups, and now at, at Transurban, which is really exciting because we get to do quite a quite a few interesting things. Um, and I sit within the people and culture team, uh, working closely with marketing, um, social media, and also the talent acquisition staff. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a wonderful set of experiences yeah. to, to bring into this role and into this space in general, Maggie. Um, so what, what made you explore a video solution and, and what led to the implementation of Video My Job? Yeah, so I guess it's been quite, quite evident, you know, the play button is one of the most compelling call to actions on the internet. Um, it's a very engaging sort of format, you know, people get to view it, especially as you know, <laughs> everything's going online and digital and has been for many, many years now, you know, we need to think outside the box, how can we do something that's a little bit different to what everyone else is doing. Um, obviously, you know, we've still got text and imagery and things like that. But we've just found video is probably the most engaging and interactive mm -hmm. format. Mm. I love that. The play button the play, is the most yeah. compelling call to action on the internet. If, if that's your work, <laughs> that's really a lot. It just makes you want to click it, doesn't it? Because it's, yeah, it's yeah. just that anticipation of what, what am I going to see, you know? It yeah. lures you in. It Brilliant. is so true. That is so true. Um, Maggie, so can you share with us specifically, um, you know, like how you're using the platform um, to solve for, for um, your use cases within Transurban? 
Yeah, absolutely. So since I started just over a year ago now, we've done so, so many different things. Um, initially, you know, I did an analysis of the current content we were putting out. Um, there wasn't really too much marketing video focus. Mm. Um, so I really wanted to implement that. Um, we started by creating a use test case. Um, so basically, I tried to find an area of the business that was really interesting, really stimulating to audiences. Um, and I went out to our traffic control room, uh, which is kind of the center with all these large, large screens and everyone can kind of see what's happening on the roads and we've got operators in there sitting making sure everyone's safe on our roads um, and if there's any issues anything happening they call the incidents response team um, and you know there'll be things like car breakdowns or you know the other day there was just a giant pig on one of our roads so we came and did a bit of an animal rescue it's um, just a usual there. Tuesday yes yes I thought it was just such a fascinating part of the business that you know a lot of people don't know about so went down to there, um, did a whole bunch of filming, got a lot of people talking about what they do there, how they do it, you know, what a day in the life of looks there. Mm. Um, and then really put together a few videos, one full video, a few snippets for social media as well. Um, and then once that content was created, I really wanted to look at, you know, the metrics and analytics and how do we actually measure it? Because a lot of the time, you know, you'll get to be really creative and create this amazing piece of content, you put it out there, and then it kind of just mm. flows off into the ether and people just forget about it but yeah. I found actually measuring the results is such a great way to prove that you know this actually had an impact so uh, we measured things like engagement you know your reach impressions clicks all those things uh, but we took it one step further to actually measuring conversions to applications so we put the videos on seek on our careers side on LinkedIn um, and then we looked at how many people actually applied who had interacted with that content mm. um, and then how many people we actually hired based off that mm. um, and then from the DNI perspective as well you you know, we tried to feature some of our really, really amazing women that work in that space um, and then look at, you know, gender diversity as well in those applications. And we actually had quite a successful case. We ended up hiring, I think, three women um, into those roles where previously there was, you know, <laughs> not many at all. Um, and then after that, I guess we just use that case to bring to the business to really show, you know, this is the video content we created. This is the outcome we had, obviously raise the brand awareness through that reach. Um, but it also converted to some really quality hires um, that we were able to hire in a reduced time frame as well. So, yeah, having something like that to showcase to the business is a really great way I found of actually showing them what we can do rather than, you know, just saying, oh, yeah, let's make a video. You know, it'll be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is that's amazing that you guys had um, had uh, yeah that you had the foresight to do that, but then also that you know measuring that and being able to take that back to the business, um, incredible, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's wonderful that you've been able to bring those um, meaningful outcomes to life because there's so much in the world that uh, can sometimes just be like a vanity metric, mm. but you're presenting things that actually have a real impact on the business and tying them back to the use of, of video. Um, which kind of leads me to my next question. Uh, what, what are the adoption challenges that you faced in getting people to use video my job and creating videos in the first place? Yeah, so I think with everything that's new, people will always have a little bit of apprehension, you know, well, they're like, well, we've never done this before and what we're doing kind of works, so we might as well just stick with it. So I feel like introducing something new, no matter what it is, is always a little bit difficult. Um, so I think, yeah, providing that use case was really, really great. We were quite lucky that the people within the traffic control room were really into it and, you know, a lot of them actually wanted to get on camera, but obviously not everyone is like that. So I think 
presenting those stats to show that it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say as well, you know, we're not aiming for Titanic, we're aiming for TikTok. So <laughs> don't worry, it doesn't have to be super high quality production. You don't have to, you know, give an Oscar winning performance. Um, I can help with scripting, I can help with filming. And of course, if someone's not comfortable being on camera, they can always just nominate someone else in the team to be part mm-hmm. of it. You know, we want it to be genuine and authentic. We don't want to, you know, tell them what to say. And we also don't want to force them to be on camera if they don't want to. So it's just about finding those people that actually are interested and do want to do that. And then just working together with them, uh, making sure that they feel comfortable on the day as well. And I found also letting them know as well, you know, we can do as many takes as we want. You don't have to nail it first go. You know, we can stay here until you're happy with the outcome. Um, and then, yeah, as people kind of ease into it, um, they kind of get a bit more relaxed, they get a feel for it. And yeah, once we kind of see the results as well, it's really good. Mm -hmm. And we've actually had people then interview saying, oh, I saw you in that video and that was really cool. And it becomes a bit of a talking point in the actual interview process. And it helps candidates feel more comfortable with their person that they're meeting as well, because they've already seen them in some content. So yeah, yeah, so guess a a bit of a win-win for everyone. Actually, um, just to go off script a little bit, I just wanted to yeah. dive into that a little bit deeper, Maggie, because mm. I think what you're describing there is that some people actually um, understand what's in it for them at the individual. I'm, I'm sure everybody is bought into the company mission, the, the, the organisational goals, which is essentially you're trying to win the battle to attract top talent to bring that to your organisation. Um, are you coming across people who connect to that individually? in a way that helps them overcome, you know, their maybe reluctance a little bit to get Mm. on camera. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just so gratifying as well, seeing people that are initially a little bit scared, but they get on camera and a lot of people afterwards say, you know, I'm really, really glad that I did that because it kind of pushed them out of their comfort zone and, you know, it got them a bit out of their day-to-day job. You know, most people aren't on on camera, you know, (laughs) every day, it's not part of their role. So getting to do something a little bit different, break up the day, um, we've actually found has been, yeah, quite, quite gratifying. And, you know, Mm -hmm. definitely it brings them closer to our to our business, you know, vision and model and makes them feel more part of what we're doing. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, thanks. Amazing. Um, you do mention, uh, so, you know, video job ads seems to be the core focus of, of what you're doing specifically with Video My Job. Are there, is, are there other use cases within that sort of space, Maggie, that you use um, the, yeah, the platform um, to, to solve for other use cases within your business? Yes, absolutely. Um, So at the moment, we're working on building out a communication strategy um, Mm -hmm. for our talent pools and candidates. And we're very much going to be incorporating video into that. Um, We've also already incorporated it into our candidate comms. So for example, as they're about to go into an interview, they'll receive a video with the team that they're actually going to be meeting. Um, That way, it gives them a bit of a heads up on these are the people you're going to meet, have a look. Um, And then like I was saying before, they feel more comfortable in that interview. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just a really engaging way to interact. Um, Um, Also internal communications as well, really sharing those, you know, inspiring employee stories to help with internal mobility Um, because it's such a large business. You know, someone will be working in one team on a different floor and they won't know very much about what the other team's doing. And then they kind of see a video around what they're doing and what they like about it. And, you know, each team, I feel like, has its own little individual mini culture. So having internal people find out about that as well has really helped to get them interested in those internal roles and move people into secondments and other opportunities 
and things outside of their teams. Um, social media, of course, is always a, a great one, putting little snippets on LinkedIn and Facebook, things like that, um, really building that brand awareness. And then, you know, to the next phase of actually building brand advocacy, where people not only recognize and, you know, see our brand, but they're also advocates of the brand. They genuinely enjoy the content that we're putting out and they like engaging with it. Yeah. Amazing. It's um, It seems too that there are kind of three elements to, to the strategy. It, on one mm. hand, with things like job ads, you're, you're trying to attract that top talent to your organisation. You're effectively making a, a promise to, to the marketplace of talent. Mm. Um, then there's the convert stage. So what, what happens to them when they arrive within your ecosystem? Do, do mm. they... Do they get the promise delivered when they arrive and um, <clears throat> is it consistent with the message that you've put out? But then what you said there too about the the internal piece, that that's effectively the retain stage. Cause because yeah. mm-hmm. when you've got when you've got those people in your organization and they're starting to um, make those connections, you're moving them towards that kind of loyalty and advocacy mm-hmm. piece where that then loops back to your your attract and retain, right? That's how you get the additional content. Yeah, it's full cycle. You know, I always say marketing shouldn't stop, you know, when they start. It's an ongoing process, Um, you know, even throughout onboarding and afterwards. um, We're actually creating a bit of a myth busters series at the moment as well, sort of busting some myths around Transurban, what we do, because, you know, while we are... Yeah, so well, while I was going to say, while we are a top ASX listed company, there's still people out there that don't actually know what we do. You know, we'll have people mm. asking, you know, are you only in Melbourne, or you know, are you a bus company? Which obviously we <laughs> we, don't, we actually had one candidate come in and say, oh, I caught a transurban bus on the way here, and we're like, that's not possible. We don't run buses. <laughs> so it's just about you know correcting those preconceived notions that some people yeah. might have, and really, yeah, providing the correct information around what we are and what we do you know we're not just a toll road company you know we build and operate roads that are safer and smarter you know we're doing things like testing automated trucks and you know seeing how our roads actually communicate with these driverless vehicles so it's just so great to be able to actually put all that content out there as well um and yeah really get our message across in terms of who we are what we do and why it's a great place to work Mm. Driverless vehicles, hey? Whole new world. Well, I guess that kind of that segues quite well into um, you know because you've spoken a little bit about what you're doing. So, um, can you tell us a little bit about um, what wins you're getting from all these amazing initiatives that you guys have put into place, um, and um, yeah, just incorporating video into your strategy. Yeah, absolutely. So that goes back to sort of that measurement metrics, um, Mm. looking at, you know, how is the content performing? And, you know, we get metrics from LinkedIn, from Seek, um, you know, within our ATS as well. We look at things like that engagement I was talking about, um, but then also, you know, the conversions into how many applicants, how many female applicants, you know, how many hires. Um, So I usually do a quarterly report. Each quarter I report back to the business with some of those stats. And it's really great to see some of those, you know, increases. For example, you know, last last quarter we had 188% increase in applications and actually around 200% increase in, in females that are applying for our role and then actually of those converting into hires as well. Um, so I'll usually do a presentation back to each business unit that the video was created mm-hmm. for. 
um, after we've launched the video campaign and then also the quarterly reporting back to the business itself. But yeah, it's really nice to actually see the the results because sometimes, you know, you're creating something and you're kind of like, oh, I'm not sure if this is going to work. But then, yeah. you know, you imagine yeah. it ends up doing really well and it just kind of validates those assumptions that you had to begin with. Yeah, nice. Amazing. And Maggie, sorry, just to, um, you know, just for our guests out there that, that are listening as well, when you're doing um, videos for your job ads, are you doing it for every, you know, because I'd hate for, so, you know, somebody on here to think that they'd need to do it for every single job ad. Like what, how are you, how are you differentiating that? What are you, yeah, what, what's your strategy around that? Yeah, absolutely. No, we don't want to create a video for every single role because I feel like we'd (laughs) just be making video content and that would that would be our whole lives and we wouldn't get home till midnight. (laughs) Um, So how I worked around that rather than doing role specific videos, I've been creating Mm. uh, meet the team kind of videos. So it'll be a video about that specific team and each team Mm. will probably have, you know, 20 different areas that they're actually hiring for. And then that one video can be used across all those 20 roles. And um, in those videos, really get to know the team, the team culture, what they like about working there, what they do on a day-to-day. It also is a really great way of showing how people actually collaborate together within that team. Um, and then we can use that for, for multiple roles around yeah. the business. Yeah, and I found it's a lot more interesting and engaging as well because if you're just creating a video that talks about the role, you know, the candidate could already see the job description. They can already read about the role. We're really trying to show the, you know, behind the curtain kind of things, like a look, a day in the Mm. life. Yeah. Um, show things that people just wouldn't see until they start in the business. So I think it's so important for people to actually see that before they join so they know exactly what, what they're getting into so we can make sure that it's it's right for both parties. Um, and we've had a lot of success with retention in, in that as well. So is it fair to say that in what you're kind of doing is actually building up a content library mm. with, which gives you that opportunity to kind of recut, reuse? That, that's an important point, I think, that you made, that it's not always about filming new content all of the time, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So we've got a Meet the Team YouTube channel on our Transurban YouTube. Check it out. Um, So it's got all our team footage in there. Um, And yeah, absolutely. When we've got new video footage that we need to create, we can always combine it with old footage. We can mix and match. Um, I'll just jump in and edit it around. Um, So yeah, it just means every time we're not starting from scratch, we've already got a really fantastic library of content. We've also got some great B-roll of, you know, things like teams collaborating, some of our assets, you know, our roads, our bridges, um, the habitat filter, which we've got, which is really, really cool. Um, So yeah, it's great to already have that there, which means, yeah, it just saves time when you're creating new content. Yep. Awesome. And there was also another interesting um, comment that you made earlier about uh, the the different sources of data that you're using to show the results from this. Mm-hmm. And in working with a lot of our customers, I do get a lot of questions about that um, because those those data sources don't always talk to each other. Now, I don't want to get you to spill your your own <laughs> secrets here on you know on a public broadcast, but in looking at those disparate sources of data. What do, what do, maybe what are your recommendations that you could give to our audience on how you bring those together, what systems you use to create those coherent insights that people um, can, you know, draw uh, value from? Because mm-hmm. it, it can be difficult pulling all of that together from all these difficult sources, right? Yeah, absolutely. And the last thing you want is to be looking across, you know, 20 different platforms and then, you know, before you know what a week's gone past and you've only got one metric. Um, so I would say it's really great to have... <laughs> 
it's really great to have an ATS that kind of pulls all of that into it or even a CRM um, or a CRM within that ATS. So there's a few things you can do. There's some really great ATSs out there. We use Workday, uh, which to use that properly, it needs an inbuilt either plugin or a CRM built into it. Um, there's a few different tools that you can use for recruitment marketing where you can measure like Beamery or Gem. Um, Phenom is another one. Um, just depending on your ATS and what plugs into it, I would start exploring some options. Um, the CRM really helps to measure email marketing if you're doing that, really looking, you know, email click-throughs, unsubscribes, you know, opens. Um, and with some platforms, you can even set up the automated sort of marketing. So it's an if and then model. So for example, if someone's opened this email, you know, they'll receive this email tomorrow. Or if they don't, you can set up all those rules. And that's where that marketing automation really, really sets in, which is really fantastic. So it just depends on what your business has and what, what the budget is, I guess, at the end of the day. Um, but there's definitely some cool things that you can do that sort of pull, pull it all together into the ATS and make it a lot easier to have everything there in a one kind of content hub. Mm. Yeah, brilliant. And um, what are the what are the, the audiences that you typically report to? I mean, there, there's obviously your management, but are there, are there any other audiences that uh, generally are you know interested to hear more about your results and actually come back to you with kind of leading questions on what other things that they want to see? Who, who do you generally have to talk to? Yeah, absolutely. So generally, it's the business unit that we're creating the video for. So we have a very big focus on tech and engineering, because um, mm. those are some of our critical areas with really hard to fill roles, um, the areas where we really need to push for that gender diversity, but not just gender, also cultural diversity, diversity of thought, we want to get as many different types of people in there. Um, so typically, they are my stakeholders as well. And you know, even before I create a video, I'll have a briefing session with them to really understand what we're trying to get out of it. You know, what is our goal? What are we aiming for? What are we trying to achieve with this content? Um, and then kind of sort of sets the expectations there and then. Um, and then I decide based on that, which metrics will be most interesting to present back to that specific team. Um, so yeah, it's really interesting. It's a bit different between different teams. So I think just having that briefing before you kind of start is really important as well, because you don't want to get all the way to the end and you're showing these great metrics and the team's like, oh, well, actually, we didn't want to know about the converted hires. We wanted to know about the impressions or we wanted to know about the clicks. So yeah, yeah, it's great to set it out from the outset and then loop back into it at the very end again. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Great, yeah. Um, I just want to do a call out to our audience, please. We've only got a, um, we've got a couple questions uh, left for Maggie, but if you do have any questions or if there's anything you're wanting her to to elaborate on, or if you've got any questions for her, please do pop it in the chat um, so that she can get to those. Um, otherwise, I'll I'll let you go with the next one. Yep, yeah, no worries. Um, the I guess the other thing that I think I, I guess our audiences would be most interested in, based on the other sorts of interactions that I have with customers across our customer base, um, is is coming back to that individual motivation piece um, mm. that we spoke about that I, that I touched on earlier with you. Um, are you so? I mean, there's there's different personalities who are more likely or less likely to get on camera, um, but coming back to that individual motivation piece, what? What other advice can you give to, to the audience around that when it comes to making sure that people understand the reason why they should get on camera? And also, as an individual, what's in it for them to do it? Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's an amazing way for them to build out their own brand. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. once they're 
in this video, they're really talking about what they do. Perhaps they're a leader, perhaps they've just undergone some training. It's a great platform for them to actually get their name out into the audience, um, you know, and really build up that brand for themselves, which is a, a great way of marketing. You know, it'll help them in their career in future. Um, it'll be a great test case. It's something outside of their day to day. It shows that versatility. Um, it shows that they're willing to be part of something like that. But yeah. I think more to the fact, the, the main thing is that they're going to get some really great new team members because of the work that they've put in. And, you know, oftentimes teams will be really stretched That's... and they've been trying to hire a particular role for, you know, six months and everyone's pitching in to do all this work. Um, but if we do create a video, the time to hire actually is much, much less. So if mm -hmm. they do create this video, they're very likely to have a new team member much sooner, uh, which means that workload will then be taken off them and they can hand over properly to this <laughs> new staff member, uh, which people are often very excited about because, you know, if you've ever been in a team that's quite stretched, you know how eager you are to get that new oh, person yeah. on board, yeah. um, someone to collaborate, share ideas with, and spread the workload. Um, so that's often a, a big selling point other than that like brand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brand awareness. But I always say, you know, marketing is a lot about psychology as well. You know, people will often remember how you made them feel rather than, you know, mm. the words you're saying to them. So I do always yeah. feel if I am trying to really get someone involved, it's much better to actually have a catch up with them, you know, whether face to face, have a coffee or just organize like a, a Zoom chat or Teams, whatever you use, really talk them through, make them feel comfortable um, rather than just, you know, sending out bulk emails saying, hey, do you want to be in this video, which is much, much less likely to get a response. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it, it's often some advice I give to, to leaders who are looking to give, build stronger adoption yeah. with their people. And it's just like, well, if, if there's two things, if, if your people want more reward and recognition, what better way to do it than get yourself on video, number one. Um, and number two, if you do want those new people in your team faster and you want them to be the best people, here's your opportunity to contribute to mm. finding and bringing those people in. Um, so, yeah, that, that's really good stuff. I, mm. I like the way that you articulated that, Maggie. Um, what about you, Megs? <laughs> no, I love that, Maggie. And look, you've given us so <laughs> many great little nuggets of wisdom um, and also, you know, just some really, really great tips. Is there any last minute tips or, or a tip that you want to, um, you know, uh, yeah, let our audience know about, um, you know, as they in their varying stages of um, of using the platform, whether it is adoption challenges, whether it is, you know, how to make yeah, is there any sort of thing if they sort of going through something where they're just struggling, um, anything that you want to sort of like pass on to, to any of our guests um, today? Yeah, absolutely. I think just find a few people, even if it's yourself, get on the video yourself, find a few people in the team, you know, say you'll take mm. them out for a coffee or a lunch, you know, <laughs> just get it started. Because I feel like once you start, it's a lot, yeah. lot easier. It's just doing that first, I guess, video or that first piece of content that's really hard. But once you kind of break through that, you've got the test case, you've got something to show back to the business, uh, more people will want to get involved and it will become a lot, a lot easier. So mm. I think just get it started, get into it, you know, stop putting it off. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, once once you do, it'll all start to sort of roll and you'll get, you'll get to see the great results from it as well. Yeah. Action always beats in action, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. And look, it's, you know, it's things that particularly Bo within his team and his team, you know, sort of say out, but it's it just, I think it's just so much more powerful coming from somebody like yourself who's not only done it, but who's getting really, really great results as a, a 
yeah, as a result of that. So um, thank you so much, Maggie. We really, really do appreciate it. Um, look, if there isn't any more um, questions that's come through, um, then I just wanted to say a massive, massive thank you to you um, for sharing, yeah, for sharing your VMJ journey with us. We really, really do appreciate you taking the time out. Um, and thank you for everyone that's dialed in today as well. We hope that you got some good insights and takeaways from the session. Um, we will be sending out the recording of this live session um, out in our newsletter at the end of this month. So please keep an eye out. And we also do little snippets of, of um, clips of, of Maggie's interview and we'll pop that on our social media. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining everybody. And thanks again, Maggie. We, we loved having a chat with you today. Thanks, Maggie. Thank you so much for your time.